Rabbi Schneer Zalman of Liodi, the Alter Rebbe, had a devoted chassid who was a young malamid hired to teach the children of a simple, uneducated yeshuvnik, a person who lived in a shtetl, a small village in the old country. When Chodesh Elul came around, the Malamed explained to the Yeshuvnik that it was almost time for him to visit the Alter Rebbe for the Yomim Naroyim. So, said the Chosid to the Yeshuvnik, I will say goodbye now and wish you a good year, and Emir Hashem Yisbarech, I will return after Yantif. The Yeshuvnik was disturbed by this news. Why would his Rebbe have to go to see a different Rebbe? Isn't he a Rebbe himself? The Yeshuvnik knew nothing about Hasidim and Rebbes. And the Yeshuvnik did not like the idea of his Malamed leaving at this time anyway. He had wanted the Malamed to stay to make up the minion for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and he wanted the Malamed to be the Chazan and the Baltakeya. Jews from other nearby Shtetlach would have been invited to make up the minion. But the Malamed explained patiently to the Yeshuvnik that the Alter Rebbe was no ordinary Rebbe, but a Rebbe, the head of many Rebbes, many Malamdim, and many Hasidim, just in the same way the head tells the rest of the body what to do, the Hasidim listen to the Rebbe. It's also very important, explained the Malamed to the Yeshuvnik, that Rosh Hashanah, being the head of the year, should start the year off on the right path. Hasidim always visit the Rebbe for the Yomim Narayim to gain sufficient inspiration and to nurture their faith, to last them for a whole year until the next Rosh Hashanah. The Yeshuvnik listened with interest and then said, If it's good for you to go to the Rebbe, then I will go along too. We'll go together. The Malamed was only too happy to agree. He was pleased that he would not have to make the long journey to the Rebbe on foot for the Yeshuvnik had a droshka pulled by a horse. The Yeshuvnik asked his wife to prepare sufficient food from them both, got his droshka and horse ready, and off they went to visit the Alter Rebbe. When they arrived at the base Medrash, they found a large crowd of chassidim standing in line, waiting to go into Yechidus with the Rebbe. Many of them knew the Malamed, for they greeted him warmly as he joined the line. The Yeshuvnik felt bewildered. He did not understand what was going on, but seeing that everyone was lined up, he decided to join the people and took his place at the end of the line. The Malamed, seeing that his boss, the Yeshuvnik, was in the line, did not concern himself any further with the Yeshuvnik. 
When the Yeshuvnik's turn came to go into the Rebbe, he went in, but remained silent, not knowing what he was supposed to say or do. The Alter Rebbe looked at the Yeshuvnik quietly for a few moments, and then gently said, Nu? The Yeshuvnik still said nothing, so the Rebbe said again, Nu? Why does the Rebbe keep on saying Nu? asked the Yeshuvnik. The Rebbe regarded the Yeshuvnik kindly and replied, It sometimes happens that a Yid does certain things that they shouldn't do. They do them thoughtlessly or unintentionally, not realizing that these things are not what Hashem wants. For example, and then the Alter Rebbe went on to give some examples, which just happened to fit with some of the things that the Yeshuvnik had done in the previous year. The Yeshuvnik was shocked. How does the Rebbe know what I've been doing? It must be the Malamid. He went into the Rebbe before me. He must have reported about me to the Rebbe. Well, I will teach him a lesson, he said to himself as he left the Rebbe's room. He quickly set off to find the Malamid. As soon as he saw him, he began to shout at him in front of everybody. How dare you tell tales about me to your Rebbe? After I treated you so well in my home? Well, don't come back. I will find another Malamid to replace you. What are you talking about? asked the Malamid, who was at a loss to understand why the Yeshuvnik was so excited and so angry. So the Yeshuvnik told him that when he went into Yechidus, the Rebbe began to describe to him things that he had done wrong in the previous year that the Rebbe couldn't possibly have known about. So you tell me, said the Yeshuvnik, how did the Rebbe find out about these things? You must have told him. No, you're mistaken, said the Malamid. I haven't said anything about you to the Rebbe. Ha, said the Yeshuvnik. So not only are you a tale-bearer, but you're also a liar. How else would the Rebbe have known about the things I had done wrong? The Malamid saw that he couldn't convince the Yeshuvnik that he had not told the Rebbe anything about the Yeshuvnik. So the Malamid asked for another Yechidus with the Alter Rebbe and explained his problem. Not only was he upset that the Yeshuvnik should have accused him of telling tales, but now he needed a new job. So the Alter Rebbe sent for the Yeshuvnik and told him clearly that he had no reason to be angry with the Malamid. The Malamid hadn't said anything about you to me, the Rebbe assured the Yeshuvnik. Then how is it that you know about those things that I had done? asked the Yeshuvnik to the Rebbe. I never said that you did those things, said the Rebbe. I said it sometimes happened that a Jew does those things. How could I know that the cap, so to speak, fitted your head? So nobody told you? said the Yeshuvnik. Oi, Rebbe, please help me. I did, in fact, do all of those things that you mentioned. I realize now that it's the Yom Hadin 
I really will try, Rebbe, from now on, to be a better Jew. What shall I do? The Rebbe spoke to him, encouraged him, gave him advice, and assured him that the Abishter would readily accept his tshuva, and the Abishter would bless him and his family with a good, sweet year. With a lighter heart, the Yeshuvnik hurried off to tell the Malamed that he now believed everything the Malamed had said, and he would gladly welcome him back as a teacher for his children. From that day forward, the Yeshuvnik became a loyal chassid of the Alter Rebbe and revered the Rebbe with all of his heart and soul and tried his best to live up to the Rebbe's expectations.